0: to Dice Don't Die, a Pathfinder 2nd Edition podcast.
1: Who wants to give a summary of what happened last week? Because it was a lot. Last time
2: we uh, woke, we well, we had captured the hobgoblin. We woke her up and interrogated her. She informed us, you know, she was a little little salty that we had just murdered all of her friends, but you know mm-hmm. she was willing to uh, give us what we wanted so that we would let her go. Um, she's very very grateful um, to Ashka. Um, we she she informed us that Vaz was in the cave just beyond where we were. And she appeared. Well, she didn't appear. She had two guards with her. Um, you know, uh, the hobgoblin and her crew had been hired to basically, you know, protect the cave from the front and prevent people from, you know, entering the cave. They failed at that mission. Um, and so, like, you know, the two guards were there as kind of like the last line of defense. You walk in the cave. Uh, showed up. She had two skeleton guards, one, like, regular basic skeleton, one, like, super armored skeleton, and then Vaz. Basic bitch skeleton. Right? Uh, we had this epic showdown. I mean, the basic skeleton went down no problem, but the armored skeleton and Vaz, they, they, they put up a pretty epic fight. Um... Eventually, we took them both down. You know, we were we, we took the killing blow. We took the kill shot. We weren't trying to necessarily negotiate or have a conversation because, I mean, they attacked us. It was real rough. Um, so where we pick up is where we left off, uh, which is we just, you know, finished the battle. Everybody was down except for us. We were up. Uh, we decided to, uh, you know, rest and recover in the cave. I believe Firethorn was, you know, playing with the skeleton skulls and, you know, tossing them to the... To the Warwick puppies is a game, but we were trying to regain our strength, and that's where we left off.
1: Well, so you guys had decided you were going to rest there for the evening, and you healed to full. And then you were also going to do a bunch of research, because Vaz had a bunch of journals and notes and things like that. That was my understanding.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Nigel uh, dove headfirst into those.
4: Ashka did as well.
3: Sunny was just patching everybody up.
1: Yeah, Sunny, you uh, you were probably patching everybody up most of the evening, honestly.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and Firethorn was just tossing skeleton skulls at puppies, teaching <laughs> 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 out of context, that sounds horrible.
2: It's pretty metal, right? It's very metal. It's very Firethorn. It's very
1: Zonkathon.
3: They're wargs. They probably enjoyed it. Right? Uh, I think Ashka suspiciously snuck out in the middle of the night. Didn't that happen?
1: So that she could set fire to a corpse, I think.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's what that's
5: what
4: happened when Ashka snuck out.
5: Sunny so came back to a burnt corpse. I'm like...
4: Eh. At least you didn't have to bury it. Right.
2: Probably natural occurring. Naturally occurring.
4: An errant spark from the fire, really.
2: Sometimes (laughs) corpses just burn. We can't control it.
3: Yeah, Nigel read that in (laughs) the book once.
4: Sometimes your corpse has a self-destruct button, okay?
3: That ponytail was so tight, it just combusted. (laughs) The energy just...
1: Physics, man. It was so tight. (laughs) I love this. You guys are a hot mess.
6: All right. No, no. Vaz is a hot mess. Sorry. (laughs) I can't take it back.
1: (laughs) I did not approve of that pun. Let's do level up summary. Fine. Ashka, you want to go
4: first? So Ashka took um, skill training. Again, Um, so she is now trained in occultism, and she also took the class feat calculated splash, which uh, lets her apply uh, her intelligence as splash damage instead of the listed splash damage. My intelligence modifier is three. Um, And right now, the highest amount of splash damage I can do is two. Um, That pretty much guarantees that from now on, my splash damage will be uh, much higher than the listed, um, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I also leveled up two of my formulas to their moderate versions. So I took Acid Flask um, and Bottled Lightning. So, Both of those go up from one dice to two dice of their respective number, Um, so they do more damage, and I realized that I had been doing acid flask incorrectly, Um, so that's now going to be 2d6 worth of persistent acid damage um, instead of just like regular acid damage. Uh, I'd also like to make a note that last episode I was incorrect on how persistent damage works. Um, You have to make a DC 15 check to get rid of the persistent damage. Um, It doesn't just last for one turn after you do it. So that is my summary.
1: Cool. Chad, you want to go
4: next?
5: Uh, Sure. Uh, So Sunny picked up two big things. One would be uh, Mercy from the Champion line, which uh, now whenever he uses Lay on Hands, uh, he could also, instead of just healing, he can also remove uh, a Fear effect and a Paralysis effect on the target. So I'll probably be saving those for that purpose now instead of just healing, but we'll see. And then I also picked up continual recovery. So now whenever I use treat wounds, instead of the person being immune to those effects for one hour, now it's only 10 minutes. So I can treat wounds somebody and then go treat wounds somebody else and then come back to them.
1: Perfect. Nigel?
3: See, Nigel got a class feat and a skill feat at level 4. Uh, for his class feat, he took Enhanced Familiar, which allows Sebastian to get uh, two more abilities per day for a total of five. Just lean real heavily into that, Sebastian. Here. And then skill feat, uh, not, I chose Magical Shorthand, which allows Nigel to learn new spells um, in like 10 minutes per the level of spell, as opposed to an hour per level of spell. And then uh, I also got two additional uh, spells for my spell book. I chose invisibility, which is invisibility.
6: <laughs> How long does it
3: last? 10 minutes. There's nothing much else to explain there. Uh, it, it, 10 minutes or it ends when you take an attack action. And then, for my other spell, I took Shattering Gem.
1: I love that spell.
3: When I cast this on someone, a... What did it say? It was like a... A a gem appears around them, and it moves erratically. Uh, And then there's like a DC... Like a a DC flat check whenever they're attacked. And uh, if it's whatever fails the DC, then the attacker hits the gem instead of the uh, person it's protecting
1: so it's a flat check yes yeah
3: um and then if they hit it and then break the gem it shatters dealing 1d8 uh slashing damage against them the enemy not the person it's supposed to be protecting and then that one heightens with every level
6: does it automatically heighten
3: i mean oh sorry um it heightens, you know, if I prep it into the it. next spell slot level, whatever. And it was a level one spell, so every I can prep it, whatever. Um, and then I got an extra level two spell slot.
1: Cool. I think that leads us uh, leaves us with Firethorn.
2: Okay. Um, at level four, uh, Firethorn got a barbarian feat and a skill feat. So for the barbarian feat, she I I gave her. Oops, dropped my character sheet. Um, (laughs) I gave her swipe. So this means that now on, if she is within melee striking damage of two adjacent enemies, she can roll an attack roll for both of them, like a single attack roll, and then uh, each one's DC would get or each one's AC, sorry, would get compared against that attack roll, and she can basically attack both of them with one roll. Because she uses a war flail, uh, the war flail has the sweep attribute, so she can use that bonus alongside swipe. so it's just she would get an p- additional plus one to attack and then she could attack two enemies with one attack. Uh, it counts as two attacks, so if she, she's trying to make a, a second attack, it would, you would get like the double um, it would be as though she's making her third attack basically. so she would get a negative 10. Um, penalty for that but she can attack two enemies with one hit without penalty which is kind of nice um yeah. skill feats get a little more complicated uh, so um at some point i kind of uh retroactively gave her um intimidating prowess because i realized at level two i had given her a um a skill feat she already had which was mm-hmm. intimidating glare but because of her um because of her original Barbarian feat, she already had Intimidating Glare. Uh, at le- so at level three, I retroactively gave her Intimidating Prowess. Unfortunately, Intimidating Prowess is something that requires a, um expert intimidation, which I gave her at level three, but given that this was supposed to be a level two feat. Right. You can't te- probably take it. So I took yeah. Intimidating Prowess as my level four, or the skill feat I could uh, attain at level four, and then kind of retconned uh, group coercion as her level two skill feat if that makes sense
1: so and what does that give you um basically i can use my intimidate on a group instead of an individual target
2: for group coercion an intimidating prowess gives me a plus one to intimidation if i use like uh my if the firethorn uses her physical presence as part of the intimidation so if she just like you know, looks really intimidating. You get a plus
1: one circumstance
2: bonus to
1: intimidate. So she is a scary gnome. How am I not surprised? All right. So I think that is it on level up. Uh, As a GM, I also leveled up. Oh, no. Ooh, what'd you get? You get to roll extra dice for every I'm telling you. Are you gonna
4: actually make us afraid for our lives? I mean yeah. Okay. I mean I'm into it.
5: We're not there yet. Our whole
4: tagline.
1: (laughs) Oh my Firethorn gets sick. I mean how many times (laughs) how many times has Chad talked about killing off Sunny? It ain't me, it's him. I mean like a bumble
4: it's all off. Ooh! Challenge accepted.
1: There is potential for one of you guys dying today, so we'll see. Zancazan,
2: ha- be praised.
4: Sweet. Ashka's AC is nineteen now, so good luck.
1: Uh, so as fire. Ooh, that is. A- yeah, I was about to say that's that is a good point.
3: So is
2: uh, Nigel's.
1: Unless she's raging, then it's
2: eighteen.
4: I'm sorry. Hang on. How how is our wizard and our alchemist AC the same as our barbarians? Barbarians oh, aren't
2: easy. tanks, they're DPS. <laughs> yeah.
3: Barbarians barbarian. are terrible tanks. Because you're not, you're not wearing armor, are you? Fire- I'm
2: wearing no. padded armor. So I get, like, oh, so that's technically... DPS.
3: The barbarian is not about armor.
5: <laughs> they're about losing blood and being like,
6: yeah, sure, we got this.
5: I'm just going to kill more
3: people for it.
2: I like to envision that when Firethorn rages, she looks at Sunny and says, here hold my armor. She just strips it off, hands it to it, uh, Sunny, and then just
1: runs in. <laughs> That's not canon.
5: It's like, oh, this is dirty. I need to clean this. Sorry, I'll be back. Well,
1: no. like She loses a, a, a
2: minus, or she loses uh, one AC whenever she rages, so there's got to be like mm. some narrative explanation. She just like, you know how like, when you get in a fist fight, you take your rings off? She takes her armor off, which is like the opposite of what armor is for. <laughs> and it just like runs in.
5: There is like this really thick belt on you that's just like always in the way. And then whenever you get pissed, off, right.
2: you're
6: like so
2: yes. yeah, you can't hold I cannot be held back by this the lightest armor you can actually get in the game. I can't she cannot be held back by it. She must run and she must punch. <laughs> uh
1: okay. Those are our level-up summaries. Now we get to learn what Vaz had all written out for you. So, first, you are going to find a series of letters. You find letters that are addressed to a member of the Scarlet Triad. And this correspondent doesn't use their name, but does use the name of their organization. Which is weird. This organization, according to this correspondent, has promised to sponsor Vaz. Where she is going to be establishing an assassination guild in the town of Breach Hill. As well as funding a laboratory in the basement of the Citadel. So that's why she was there. She is going to, she was, was going to turn it into an assassination guild and necromancy laboratory. Firebomb has a couple of objections. That'd be a good band name. There is a lot. So, lots of objections after I'm done. Two for Mm -hmm. the time being. Okay. Keep track. Write it down. All right. So, then uh, the Scarlet Triad says okay, we'll give you a boatload of gold. That's fine. If you can find. Confirmation of a portal called uh, Alista's Ring. She has to find it, secure it, and activate it. Can I ask a question here? Clarification, point of clarification. That's another thing. Go for it.
2: You named a portal, so does that mean that portals are
1: like unique? And like every portal is like a unique entity. You don't know; it's not that clear. This is specifically specifically called an Estala's ring, but that's all that you really see. Okay, so I don't know if that's the name of a portal versus just a or maybe a type of portal. Right, right. Okay, okay.
3: Can you spell Estala?
1: A-L-S-E-T-A Lista Dude, names are hard
3: <laughs> Okay, give that to me again because you pronounced it three <laughs> different ways and then I lost the spelling in the middle of it
1: Only four different ways A-L-S-E-T-A
4: awesome.
6: How
1: would you I'll set up. Thirded Said Alcetta, that's how it's spelled. Sure, <laughs> all right.
4: Why do I want to say that the first time you said it, it was like Nasala, and I was like, that, what? No, Mufasa, <laughs>
2: <laughs> she kept saying like Estella, and I wanted to make like yeah. an American boy joke, but that's Estelle, and uh, yeah. good try though. I'm I was trying. gonna
4: make like a Stella a joke, you know,
2: it's fine, all right.
3: Uh, is, is, is all Seta that one uh, like goddess of portals? Or am I getting.
1: Firethorn is very interested in the goddess of portals. I don't remember her name. I don't think so. Give me a second. This
4: calculator will help.
1: Oh, yeah, we found the hey, statue. Hey, hey.
2: <laughs> For people uh, listening to us, uh, we whipped out a calculator to calculate Ashtra's HP.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Yes. Ashka, not Ashta. I don't know why I said Ashta. I can't, also cannot... Alceta, Alceta is, a, is definitely the deity of, of the symbol that you found before. The goddess of doorways, portals, and thresholds. Okay. It goes from the very
2: mundane to like just like the super dope. It's either doorways or portals. <laughs> or <laughs> thresholds,
1: thresholds, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Like, like, like the, the most mundane... And who wants to be the god of doors? Or the god of portals?
3: It's, it's a, a threshold is just a place you didn't bother to put up a door.
1: True. Give me a society trek.
3: Are we resting first, or is this the night before?
1: I don't know. You tell me. You get to pick.
3: I'm assuming it's the night before. Okay. We just have time that day. Whatever. Uh, I rolled a 15. Add 8. So, 23.
1: Okay. So, when you read about the Scarlet Triad, and you see that she's corresponding with someone from them, you find this kind of weird because, to you, all you've ever heard of the Scarlet Triad is a very minor uh, merchant's guild. Like when you was- were going through some city records, uh, you had come across this. Um, this is in Katapesh to the far south, so you're not quite sure what a merchant guild. Is wanting to do all the way up here and setting up an assassination guild to that.
3: Hey, capitalism.
1: There is that.
2: Yay wrong. I'm keeping points. I put up a four and then you said capitalism, which takes away one of my points, and so now I only have three points.
1: All right.
3: I missed the point on points.
1: She's keeping track of the things that she wants to say once I'm completely done. All of her problems. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm right. I got a <laughs> thumbs up.
3: All right. Oh, so. I, th- I thought she moved on to the next end.
1: <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> Y'all are
6: wonderful. You're wonderful. <laughs> Thank
1: you. So... The only thing that you else in the letters that you find is the most recent one, where uh, she addresses a person. So instead of just Scarlet Triad, you actually find a name, Lasloon, L A S L U N N loon. I believe I have found it. More shall be coming soon. And she signs it as she signs all of her letters. By N- Norgorber's hand. Which, you guys have made a religion check on that before. So I'm not going to make you do it again. Recall knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, recall knowledge. She's an evil deity.
3: You, you said Norgober. Norgobrger.
1: <laughs> Norgobr. Make that supersized. Um, N-O-R-G-O-R-B-E-R.
5: I spelled that completely wrong.
1: <laughs> evil
2: deity of what? Oh, uh, the wind! See here. I'm gonna guess finance and killing <laughs>
1: and portals. Uh, secrets, shadows, and sacrifice. So I was correct. <laughs> he is considered the king of thieves, reaper of reputation. He is the deity of thievery, assassination, and the keeper of secrets.
2: I just love Reaper of Reputation, because once again, super badass, but also kind of mundane.
1: <laughs> you know, kind of like uh, doorways.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. kill your... your
1: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna libel you! <laughs> uh, give me a religion check, actually, real quick.
3: Uh, That god is the one that holds on to the permanent record they always told you about back in grade school.
1: Ah, yes. Yes, perfect. (laughs) That is is true.
3: What's Ashka's religion? Uh, Very not good. Uh, Because she
4: is exceptionally untrained in it.
2: What's her wisdom, though?
3: Oh, okay. Ah. Well, Nigel can blow that out of the water.
4: You think a you you think a goblin that is obsessed with arson is
2: wise? That's probably a god of fire. You know you're to run that
1: by me again.
3: <laughs> I mean, Nigel. Right. Nigel gets a plus two. I'm just. I'm. All right. What
1: did Nigel roll? Uh, Nigel rolled a
3: nine, so that's an eleven.
2: For whatever it's okay. worth, whatever it's image Beth's just put on the screen, I'm cosplaying that next year.
1: It's pretty great.
2: I want to describe it. are you going to do is... the invisible arms? Okay, so there's like, so it's basically imagine a walk, uh, uh, Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Something that stands up on its own. Um, like, it's, it's, it's a That's blue your... velvet robe. robe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a hood, because it's got to be badass, with like, just swirly scarves and then like a glowy green sword, but it's a cool sword. So it's like all curvy. Um, Dripping acid. And it's dripping green scoop. So you got like this bright green drippy sword with like this beautiful, um, very vibrant blue velvet robe, but also no dude. So like, it's, it's like a sleeveless robe, So there's just like no arms, no face. It's just, you know, a glove holding
1: a sword. Anybody watch the movie uh, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? Is that like Fantasia with the Mickey scene with, 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 the, with the. No. Thumbs? Okay. <laughs> have you seen it? Like if no. any of our listeners have seen it, please let me know. It is Angela Lansbury's greatest film, in my opinion. You mean murder Really, Should really Go. good. <laughs> That's not a movie.
2: It's still uh, on
1: film. Fair. Uh, no, I don't mean murder. She wrote, "This is better. It's so good. Go watch it." I don't. Think anyway, I don't he's also holding a spider in his hand. I don't know if you noticed that. I did not notice that. You're gonna cosplay <laughs> the spider too? No, I don't like spiders. We're gonna have to like come up with a way that you can have invisible arms because it's pretty cool. Uh, so then. This is where it gets complicated. You find a journal written in a language you do not understand. Now, I believe you had comprehend languages.
3: Yes, but that does not cover.
1: Written. Only heard.
3: No, it's Um, only verbal. No, hearing or reading. At what level? Uh, that is at...
2: Is that heightened? Or?
3: Second level, no. Um, heightening is... You heighten it to be able to speak it. Yeah. Or to be able to cast it on more than one
2: didn't. I, did, I didn't realize it applied to written.
3: Good to yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that either until I just looked at it.
2: For a bard in a game, that doesn't matter because this is a different game.
3: <laughs> um. Sure, we can say that Nigel had that spell slot prepared.
1: I thought he did.
3: I Probably. Why wouldn't you? I took it at level three.
2: You're reading all the strange codexes. Why would you not have comprehend language?
3: Nigel casts comprehend language on himself. And then attempts to read this book.
1: Alright. So, it is in a language uh, just FYI, called Necrol is the language of the undead. Because, of course it is. So what you find in her journal is most of her research. You find old reports uh, where she's transcribed this information. uh, From the time of the Goblin Blood Wars. When a group of soldiers... Uh, confronted a clan of goblins who had taken up residence in a series of caves under Breach Hill. There were reports that indicated that the deepest portion of the caves, there was an entrance to a much older ruin. This is under Breach Hill, you said? Correct. That the goblins uh, wouldn't enter. They were afraid of it. The old time. The soldiers. Right. Okay. The soldiers explored further into uh, the caves and they found a strange ring of archway. Are these soldiers hell knights or are they just different soldiers? They were just soldiers from uh, who were fighting the wars, which were from Ishgard. Ishgar, uh, I think Chelyak soldiers. Mostly in this area, it would have been Ishgard soldiers. Ishgar. So it, has do- so it has
2: nothing to do with like the Hell Knights and the... Okay,
1: that's all I wanted they, to say. So the Hell Knights would have fought in the wars, but they weren't the only soldiers.
2: I'm just trying to like, tie it to something we've seen, and it, that, that was a silly tie, it sounds like. okay. No, that's fine.
1: However, the soldiers were driven away by... Animated statues that emerged from nearby doors. Faza's additional research... Included necromantic rituals... She planned to... uh, Or, not that she planned. It talks about how she planned. Essentially she is going to interrogate spirits of the dead in the crypt of the citadel. Which is part of the reason why some of those things were raised. But oh, wait, weren't those spirits Hell Knights?
6: Mm hmm.
2: Okay. So the Hell Knights don't necessarily pre- or like, uh, not pre I guess post-date this war. Like they would have been contemporaries. The Hell Knights date back to
1: the Goblin Blood Wars. Mm-hmm. The, okay. the 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 Hell Knights are an existing faction.
2: Right, like I guess. I wanted to- exist. Sure. I guess I just wanted to make sure that like um like the Hell Knights would have known about or would have been involved in this this Goblin Blood War. Like
1: yeah. Have- yeah, okay that was, was honestly thinking. not that long ago. Oh, so it's not All like right. ancient history. It's like 10 years no. ago. I think it's 20 years ago, but yeah. So like recent.
2: Iraq War I is older <laughs> than relatively than this war to current.
1: 4697 and it's currently uh 47 19, 47, oh, 20. Oh gosh,
2: so this is like more like Iraq War II. Okay. Yeah. So like, okay, so it's, recent. It's, it's fairly, it's like a half a generation
1: ago. It would have been two generations of goblins, or two or oh. three generations of goblins, but yes. Yeah, the, the goblin blood wars have not really been that. It ended 19 years ago. Because it was from 4697 to 4601. So only lasted four years. And it was between the army of Ishgar, or Ishgar, is how I pronounce it, and the Goblinoid tribes of the area. Okay. So there was an order of Hell Knights involved, but mostly it was the army of Ishgar. So, they found a a ring of strange archways, but were ultimately driven away by animated statues. So, Vaz has research where she resurrected resurrected isn't really right with necromancy revived uh, some of the Hell Knights to confirm the theories that she had about these things that she refers to as elf portals. And uh, these elf portals suggest a ruin, a local ruin, called Alsteda's Ring. So Alsteda's Ring is a is a type of elf portal. Okay. Uh, Vaz's research indicates that the elves created six portals that all lead to different, six different areas.
4: Someone please say that they wrote that down just now. I am writing all of this down, no worries.
3: Thank you.
1: Boz's research also indicates that for a portal to be activated, a key must be used.
3: Uh, now, real quick. Um, does that mean that there are like six portals and they go in between the six portals? Or there's like six pairs of portals that go back and forth?
1: You don't know.
2: Hmm. He does not specific.
4: Or like there's six there's six portals total and you can travel between any of the portals.
2: Six blues, six oranges.
4: Yeah.
1: She actually doesn't tell you. Rude. She also does not know what keys open the other portals.
3: Typical Vaj, she'll even have the important details.
1: <laughs> However, she believes that once she's able to secure the site, that she'll be able to figure it out. So the last few pages of the journal covers the last few days of Vaz's excursion. So it definitely men- mentions you, buttholes, and how she's not very happy with any of you. Uh,
3: what, what At this point, Nigel will read that, and when it gets to the part where uh, Vaz is writing about our shenanigans in the last you know, few days... If there's anything uh you know, that she found especially annoying that we did that we- I could share with the group Nigel will totally do that.
1: Well, so her main concern wasn't even until you like showed up to talk to her. Because like she, w- she was convinced that the undead that were in the um that she, had re- that she had revived. We're gonna kill you. She was like, oh, the goblins will take care of them. The undead will take care of them. Until you came and talked to her. And that's when she abandoned the town. And she's been out here for the last couple days. Well, really just two days. Uh, now she's been out here like... Um, a couple of times but she like fully moved out here a couple of days ago. and the last few pages do mention two things of interest one that there were a bunch of giant spiders and she killed some of them but retreated so that she could get her spells back is there a map Uh no
4: is there like a small dagger that might glow any time that giant spiders are near it? That's an oddly specific question.
2: <laughs> you
5: and your hobbit references.
2: Oh. Oh. I like right. Thank you, Beth. <laughs>
4: I mean I guess it's actually yes. orcs, but you know, like <laughs> I got you. Chad, you got you, you got me.
3: What wasn't it Thank goblins you? too? Um, Dude, I don't I wanna I, maybe. I I don't remember. It would just the be rules, glowing just- the entire time. I remember in um, like the trilogy, it was orcs that would set it off. But I remember in like the Hobbit, right. I guess that was the trilogy, in the Hobbit, that was goblins. But yeah. Ashka picks it up and it's just a glow-in-the-dark mm-hmm. sword There's now. no
2: sword! Oh, you picked <laughs> up something that doesn't exist!
3: Oh, sweet. Uh, how, how far does it cast light? Then Nigel won't have to prep light every day.
2: She just said it like she called them spiders. You just made up the we sword, that so doesn't awful. exist. And now you've picked it up and <laughs> you've like so it's in your inventory. This magic imaginary sword. What is happening?
3: It has no weight, no bulk, zero bulk. I mean, we are no bulk. bulk. It's all in, ev- in Ashka's head. And every <laughs> you guys day, broke Jeff. Yes. Every day <laughs> it spits out ten gold.
2: Fancy.
4: <laughs> you you better believe it. Next and a sassy remark. A sassy remark. <laughs>
3: All right. Anyway, we we weren't okay with the sympathetic sword, but we're okay with the sassy sword. Okay, I'd still like a sympathetic sword.
1: Fire thorn. Well, okay. Jesse has questions. Okay.
3: Y'all done? I'm done being dumb, Beth.
1: Thanks. I'm not. Fine. I can go on forever,
4: but I'll stop for now.
1: Thanks. I appreciate that. No questions, Jesse. Wait. Two of, them, two of them are real. Two of them are legit. Wait. Okay,
6: the other that's questions, cool.
1: <laughs> but Nigel and Ashka get to ask questions before you do anyway. So you would just put your hand down, Missy. No, I'm keeping track. All right. I'll keep my you hand up that. and my mouth quiet. There we go. I like that. All right. Anyway. The final entry mentions an encounter with a strange woman who seemed to be able to manipulate spiders as easily as Vaz would command undead minions. You know, Vaz was able to slay some of the spiders, but, uh, was planning on going back the next day kill the rest. What questions does Nigel have?
3: Uh, is there any, um, hints to where this ruin or whatever that is under breach hill like how do we access
1: it yeah it's right it's right here like it's further in oh. the tunnel that that hallway that she was going down when you guys were fighting her yeah it's just further down that's why she's oh.
3: here okay wow that was a, that was a very thorough explanation beth
2: no <laughs> i have at least six questions <laughs> no questions <gasps> um uh, what about
4: Ashka? So you already told us that we don't know if there are six pairs of portals or six portals. Vaza's notes are kind of unclear on that point. Um, and she just so, sort of calls them elven portals. Yeah. Does that imply like there are also goblin portals and human portals and like are elves the only ones who are allowed to use these
1: portals? No, they were built by the elves. Okay. And you're pretty sure that this Alistair's ring, Alistair's ring, is all Alistar's ring is all of them. I've said it both ways now. <laughs> that it is an individual portal, or that it is the ring of portals. It is the ring of portals. Her
4: Alistar's note- ring of portals, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it it's definitely keeps going back and forth. And what? Who the fuck is Alistair?
4: That was just a joke about mispronouncing the name. I thought that's where we were going. Giving up? I guess what what kind of what kind of check would it be for Ashka to see if she knows anything about a spider lady? Like, like if she's ever heard of any type of being that could control
1: spiders. So, first, give me an Arcana check. That's good. I'm trained in that.
4: Oh, still not good. Oh, that's an 8 plus 9, so uh, 17.
1: So, there are definitely uh spells that allow you to talk to animals. Cool, cool, cool.
4: We love that answer.
1: Yeah. Uh, Definitely spells that allow you to talk to animals. Uh, Definitely spells that would allow you to control animals. Uh, Give me... Yeah. Uh, Give me a society check. With a much increased DC.
4: Woo, okay. Well, that's a much better roll. Um... So 17 plus 9, 26.
1: When you're racking your brain thinking of specifically spiders, there was a book that you came across a while ago talking, talking about a group of humanoids that lived in the Mwangi expanse. And this group of humanoids, this book that you read, talked about their. Shifting form. That these people were able to shift between human and spider.
4: Um. So assuming that Ashka comes across the information about the spider lady and this is like when she's sort of thinking about it, she's immediately going to blurt all of that information out to Nigel.
3: Nigel shudders at the idea of a Half spider, half person.
4: Uh, that's all the questions that, that Ashka has.
1: All right. So the next morning, Nigel and Ashka gather you all around. They tell you all of the stuff that they found. And you are able to then ask them questions. Fire. You okay. know what? No. No. Sunny. Why?
6: At, because at I wanted point, to see
1: you mad about it.
2: No, I, just want, point, I just, just want you to because. explain the logistics. I just, you know. I'm not just mad, cause. I'm just I'm just <laughs> arbitrary.
5: Are mm-hmm. these spider people nice?
3: <laughs> I, I assume they're like anybody else they can be nice and not nice ones. Hope we
4: meet
5: some
3: nice yeah. ones.
4: Well, yeah, but I feel like if we, like, attack them, like, maybe they won't be very nice to us, because people that we attack really aren't very generally very nice to us.
3: Yeah, How do do we know if they're just spiders, or if they're spider people? (laughs) If they're just, like, in spider form. Maybe they're just magical
1: spiders. Wouldn't they just be really, really big spiders? So, when, in the book that you read, when it Mm -hmm. talked about their shifting form... There were three form. There was a human form, a spider-human hybrid, and then a large spider.
3: Okay.
1: That was the size of a dog. (laughs) Oh, oh. But Boz doesn't say any of this. She just talks about somebody who can talk to spiders.
3: Just reminded me of a very terrifying Dark Souls enemy. That was called the dog spider. Don't remember this. one. Love that. Anyway.
4: Um, so I guess Ashka's going to say like, uh, she's going to relay that information. She's going to be like, well, they can have like three forms. And one of them is just like a human. And one of them is like a human spider hybrid. And I'm not really a huge fan of that one. But then the other one is just like a regular spider. But it's really big. It's like the size of a dog. So like it's probably not like just like a regular spider that you would see all the time.
5: Spiders make things messy with their webs. Mm, I don't know if I'd like that.
2: Um,
1: haven't we seen this person before?
4: Yeah, because Beth was really excited to show them to us.
1: Oh yes, you all have seen this. Your characters oh, okay. have. Okay.
3: <laughs> uh, Nigel suddenly feels a whole bunch of like weird prickly things all over his skin, <laughs> and he's just like rubbing. As I aren't like ugh, gosh,
2: gosh. Zonkethambi praise
4: those meth mites. Am I right?
2: <laughs> Gotta get my fix.
3: <laughs> does uh, uh, this th- does this fantasy realm have its own like weird drug? Yes.
1: yes. There's definitely illegal drugs.
3: I'm just I'm just thinking uh, Skyrim and moon sugar.
4: Sunny, do you have any more questions? Farther, I noticed that you've been, like, jumping up and down for, like, a while. It seems like you have some questions. And I'd like to say that I really appreciate your patience when we're trying to talk to Sunny. So do you have any questions?
2: Uh, sorry, uh, out, out of character role playing, wrong. Firethorn was not jumping in, up and down. In fact, she was explaining her oppression to uh, Thrawn. Do I need to roll my daily diplomacy? Do I get a circumstance bonus for explaining my oppression to freaking Thrawn, my ward puppy?
1: <laughs> you are a hot mess. And yes, you oh. actually do.
3: Well, you know, kudos <laughs> uh, to Firethorn for multitasking.
2: Okay, so I'll roll that in a second. So. Out of character, my my initial thoughts were, one, uh, Scarlet Triad, uh, Vulture Capitalist. Two, Vaz is just going to take up, uh, uh, she's going to build labs under the Citadel like no one's living there, goblins. She was going to kill everybody. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was part of her plan. Well, that explains it. Question answered. Uh, Three, Assassin's Guild. What is this? Elder Scrolls? Four. I don't remember what four was. I'll be perfectly honest. I do not remember what four was five real question. Firethorn has, is there a map? Can somebody produce a map explaining Ishgar where it is relative to like breach
1: Yes. You Ishgar is the country you are in. Oh, okay. So we are in Ishgar. Yes. Fabulous. Um, actually not
2: four. actually probably would have been related to the goblin blood wars. What was this war about? Like what, what was, what was the, what is this?
1: Uh, give me a history. And that's, that's what I was
2: hoping Ashka would get like some sort of bonus to this. Also. I mean, Firethorn grew up in the area. I don't know if everybody else grew up in the area. Does, is, is, is this a thing where lore Kintaro would finally come in handy?
5: David, I just can't stop looking at pictures of the spider dog thing. It's horrifying.
1: <laughs> Kintargo?
2: Yeah, as like would lart would, would that finally come in handy, Lore
1: Kintargo? <laughs> no.
6: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, well I, I, think- I don't are you sure that's what your lore is? K-I-N-T-A-R-G-O.
2: Yeah, I, I got it from Yeah, Laura Cantargo.
1: I got it from having the so, emancipated background. Yeah, that is waiting for it to matter.
2: Yeah, because that would have been the city that, I, that my character was a slave in. Yes. Um, I'm just waiting for that to that's come for- handy.
1: Yeah, no. Not, okay. n- not
2: now. Not now, okay, awesome. So Kentargo is not an Ishgar. 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 Uh, Ishgar, Actually, no. Oh, okay.
1: So I'm an expat from somewhere else. All right, good to know. So you're um, you're technically on the border, which I don't have the border pulled up. Uh, sure, You, you no. Know. Fr- so you were born here, you were taken to Kentargo, which is where you were a slave, right? Sure. Which is actually uh. part of uh <laughs> Chelac, Which okay. is like a neighboring the country. neighboring country of evil people. Ishgar, Ishger? Ish whatever you say that. Uh it's not evil. Okay. It was- okay, so I was- That's like- a complicated question. When it comes to you guys, uh I it's mean, from the, the fire country, perspective,
2: she was yeah. not a slave in Ishtar, so.
1: Yep. It, it, yeah. And there are no more slaves in Ishtar. Yeah.
2: And I, I thought, like, part of the back, uh, the in, pe- eh, emancipated background is like the city that she was in was like yeah, the first no city to, abo- to abolish slavery
1: in the did. country, in that country. In that
2: country, yeah. So, like, Kintargo was like progressive. Anyway, okay, so we yeah, have but- Ishgar relative to Breach Hill. Breach Hill is in Ishgar. The second question was tell me about, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, tell me about uh, the Goblin Blood Wars.
1: The Goblin Blood Wars were all about land, as most good wars are. The Goblins, well, the Goblinoids of Chitterwood wanted essentially to take back not just Chitterwood, but all of Ishkar. And the goblins, many of them, were forced into this war by the hobgoblins, the orcs, the other people of this area. And, you know, plus a lot of them wanted to be in it as well. But they had the goblins themselves had a little bit less choice.
2: Okay. And so they went to war with everybody else. So I'm guessing the elves, the humans. Yes.
1: All of the, the other non- humanoid races that were
2: in that the non green and wrinkly horny. By horny, I mean like horns, not like. I know what you mean. Horned. <laughs> okay. Um,
3: oh, sorry. Who, who was the invading force?
1: Neither were invading. They were both living there at the time. Okay. So
2: I'm guessing the Hell Knights fell down or fell on the side of not goblinoid. Correct. So the fact that the goblins are currently living in the citadel is kind of like taking over in- like enemy territory. Like it's probably I don't want to read too much into it, but it's almost like symbolic. Like it's the fact that they are living
1: in kind of although it was not intentional. So yes, okay. but not intentional. Not intentional. Okay. Um, so my final question,
2: Anashka or Sarah touched on this with her question, um, was around elf portals. So uh, what did we say her name was? Alseca, Alceta Elceta. Alceta. Alceta ring portals are a flavor of elf portals. So there are other types of elf portals that aren't all Alceta ring portals.
1: You don't know. Okay. That's just what these notes were talking about.
2: Okay. So I know you can't answer this question, but I'm just going to throw out a theory here. So by ring portal. So like, I think portal, I think the video game. So you have like a pair, like portal in portal out. I'm guessing a ring portal is not portal in, portal out. It's portal to next portal to next portal to next portal to next portal eventually end up back at the original portal. That's what I'm assuming ring portal means. Does anybody else have any ideas? Of, like, how, how is everybody else imagining ring portal?
3: I, I wonder how that would work if, you know, you enter one portal, you pop out another one. Mm-hmm. But then you walk into that same portal you just came out of, and you don't go back to where you were. You go, you go into a different one. You go from point A to point B. You go into the portal at point B, and now you're at point C. Is that what you're saying? And then A, B, C, D, and it moves back around.
2: Yeah, I guess it would still be a couple of, dist- like, several discrete pairs of portals. when you say <laughs> it like that? Yeah, I guess you're right.
3: Yeah, I just I, I don't know I, I don't know how no how you're right it would, you're right. it would work, but because
2: so what you're saying, you would, you would have to have an even number. I'm thinking like you could still have an odd number of portal if if, 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 an odd number of thresholds
3: <laughs> yeah i I'm assuming that there there's you know these are bidirectional you know so maybe it, once.
2: If you cross through a portal, it doesn't matter if you... It, it's bidirectional. It doesn't matter which way you cross through that portal, you end up in the same spot, I guess is what I'm imagining. So you can't really go backwards. If you go forwards or backwards, you still end up at the next hop. And so basically, you have to go through all the portals to get back at the original is how I'm imagining a, a, a ring portal.
3: I, I, I could understand the you know the name of the ring. Ring portal, if, that like, would potentially means that, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I'm just wondering how, like, just how everybody else is imagining the term ring portal.
4: I mean, yeah, I've just been interpreting it as it's geographically in a ring.
2: I see. So the physical location of the threshold. I see.
3: What if it's a portal that only transports rings?
2: (laughs) I hadn't thought of that.
1: (laughs) 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 Take off your. Well, Ashka's. Ashka's (laughs) Ashka's <laughs> got a ring that she could just toss right in there.
2: <laughs> See
1: but what
3: how would we? How would we ever know?
2: Well, we had to find and the we keys wouldn't. first. Something we, we, to find the keys.
3: We take Sunny, curl him up like a big wreath. That's like a ring, right?
2: Oh, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Or when he shed, <laughs> you shed, What if? What if the thing? rings
3: are the keys?
4: So it's a ring portal because the ring is the key to get you through the portal.
2: Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Mind blown.
5: Still stuck on how Nigel wants to take you know, Sunny and make him into a ring and throw him through.
2: You <laughs> just, you know, you grab your feet and you grab your head and we tie it together. <laughs> uh, okay, so GM.
3: I, I, was, I was just thinking w- which among us would be the, you know, most flexible. I'm, I'm guessing it would be Sunny.
2: Sunny, yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, Literally, Firethorn. plants. I, I don't think he has
4: real bones. No,
2: Firethorn is both rigid in her is rigid in both her uh, physiology as well as her ideals.
3: Those darn bones track. keep getting in the way.
2: Right. Okay. One's so GM, uh, does the text in any way clarify what is meant by ring? portal or are all of our ideas just as valid as the next including it's a portal it, that it is definitely- a ring
1: of portals that travel so
2: that great means
6: distance.
2: so that means it narrows it down to what i said or what sarah said like are they like physically located in a ring or do they just portal you in a ring like do they loop back around or are they just if you were to look at them on a map they happen to form a circle
1: You don't know. Okay.
6: Fine. And I'm
1: assuming out. her notes don't include a map. I'm just going to assume
2: that that would be too easy, mm-hmm. right?
1: No. You know oh. that the um, that the hallway extends further down, and she was hunting spiders. Um, so I am curious to know the relationship between... Like
2: the war and the portals? Is that just when they were discovered
1: or is that when they were
2: created?
1: By that's when that's when the soldiers found them. Okay, so that so was... The portals
2: predate the el- or sorry, the, the the portals predate the war. Yes. Okay.
4: Which would make sense if they're portals made by elves and the elves no longer inhabited the lands that were being fought over.
2: Correct. Oh, okay. So we know for a fact, even though we did not see it, there has to be a portal somewhere under the Citadel. And based on what we just learned, the reason, potentially, this is a theory, the reason we couldn't find it is because we didn't have the key. Because we know there has to be one there because the guys, the, the the monkey guys told
1: us there was one there from vaz's notes the portal is here i see
2: so there so i should not i was wrong in my assumption that there was a portal under the citadel. now
1: that y- y- you are
2: yes i'm just gonna. okay Okay, sure. And so the, the, these caves don't in any way connect to the citadel. It's just a coincidence. Not, a, I'm going to say a coincidence. They're they're nearby. Vaz was interested in both locations, but not for the same reason. Yes. Thank yes. you. Okay. Jesse, not Firethorn. Firethorn's still confused, but Jesse is fully caught up now.
1: Gotcha. So, would, How much of that would Firethorn have been asked? She heard blood wars, and portals, no. and something about
2: uh some kind of burger. <laughs> Apparently, uh, what burger, burger is the god of bad reputations, and god of Burgers. She heard the name of the god of portals, which matches up to that statue that they found in the library,
3: which Nigel totally grabbed.
2: Correct. So. Basically, Firethorn knows that portals are real, as are reputations, and she needs to roll to make sure that Thrawn doesn't hate her. <laughs> she is pumped for some portals, and some blood wars. Oh, diplomacy. Um, oh, where is my d20? I wouldn't grab my d20, but I'll roll in here.
1: Okay, so it's just... Uh- Sarah, are you also at some point this morning... Uh, roll your diplomacy, you might as well just do it now. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do it now. Roll yours first. I'm gonna walk away for like two and a half seconds. Go find your d20. Holy crap! You rolled a 20?
4: Yeah, I rolled a not
1: 20. Nice. I want to take a quick GM break to talk to our listeners for a moment. Some of this lore is gonna be possibly a little bit different than what you know. One, please correct me in any Pathfinder Galarian lore that I have messed up. But don't correct me on my pronunciation. I know that it's wrong. The Goblin Blood
2: Wars took place in 49-17 not 40- I'm Sorry. (laughs) No, forty
1: nine ninety five, not forty nine ninety seven. You can tell me all of that, all you want. Just understand that my players are listening to a false uh, narrator. So just you know, be aware. Oh, that
3: no, I, I, I saw I saw an official Paizo memo. It's pronounced Norgober.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's not true. <laughs> they spelled it wrong. Hey. Oh, they, that was so funny.
3: They put it out there.
1: They did.
3: Somebody had one job.
1: Alright.
2: Should I roll my diplomacy? Yes. That is what I'm waiting for. Uh, 19. I rolled a natural 17 plus 2 for Christmas, so that's a 19. I don't have any oh. ranks in uh, diplomacy. Success? Oh, wait, do I get, hold up, do I get any circumstance bonuses for explaining my
1: oppression to Thrawn? No. Oh. In fact, you may get a penalty. But I also have Bat Bacon. There you go. They cancel each other out. Sweet. <laughs> What's the do I
4: get an extra day's credit worth of training for getting a crit?
2: Sure. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I roll tomorrow, but let it be known, Ashka does not have to roll the next calendar day.
4: No, I'll still roll the next calendar day. It's just that I get an extra days. Like, I was so good at training today that it counts worth of two days of training.
1: Yeah, because you guys so need 15 days total. Oh, so she now needs 14. Okay. The, it, yeah, yeah. I, I see where you... Like, it's not 14 more days... It was f- f- uh, It was fifteen total days.
2: That's what I'm saying. So she doesn't have to roll tomorrow. Tomorrow is a given. She's got it.
1: So, what do you guys want to do now? Firethorn wants to find a portal.
5: <laughs> roll to find portal.
1: <laughs> what was your role in finding portal? Uh, what do I get? To- what what a uh, modifier do I get? It's just to that? a flat check. Just a oh, wait, wait, wait.
3: Does, does fire? I rolled a
1: board?
2: five.
3: <laughs>
2: for five oh, does she
3: have Lore Portal?
2: She does. I have Lore Contargo. <laughs> As gonna we have work? determined, that is a portal city. Right. I have a five in my portal roll.
1: <laughs> do I find a portal? No. You do not All find right. a portal. Portal okay. has eluded you
2: so we have done nothing so far except listening to something, honestly, fantastic lore, and I appreciate your patience in answering all my questions.
1: Um, it, it, it was very... Uh, hopefully it wasn't, like, I asked at least two real
2: questions, right? <laughs> I asked, where is Ishkar? Which, in hindsight, was dumb. And I asked <laughs> about ring portals. Um, so I guess our objective would be to explore these
1: caves and find us a portal, right? Yes. Okay. Short answer, yes. Long answer is, I mean, you guys get to do whatever you want. Oh, if you guys sorry. want to abandon, you can't.
2: I remember the fourth question that I forgot. She wrote her notes, they were addressed to a person. Just the last right. one. right. Is there like a knowledge local? I know this is Pathfinder 2. Is there, so- can we like maybe figure out who this person might, or maybe even go back to Breach Hill and like look at some sort of community so-
1: roster and figure out who this person is? You could do a, if you have a knowledge specific location, you could, uh, or lore specific location. Kentargo, I mean. Kentargo. <laughs> yeah, in this case, that would not apply. Okay. Um, yeah. Or you could do a society check. Okay, two questions.
2: One, the guys who came to the portal, the monkey friends, who was their leader? What was their name?
6: Ooh.
2: Sorry.
1: So if you have to flip back, it's not relevant. It's not the same person. It it actually definitely is um, possibly relevant. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Mulruck. Mulruck. Okay. Mulruck. That
2: is not the name you said a second ago.
1: Okay. No.
2: Okay, um, that was linen. I mean, linen. It wasn't. It wasn't linen. Like, it wasn't linen. I would have remembered linen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, lost La- loon, lost loon,
2: lost loon, lost loon. Yes, lost loon. Would it be worth? I, Firethorn is going to, in a moment of clarity, it's rare, is going to suggest this to the crew. Would it mm-hmm. be worth going back to Breach Hill and asking around about a lost loon?
5: Would Breach Hill lore work for knowing about Lost Loom?
2: No. Also, you know, a day, le- a day later and a dollar short, uh, between me and the group, do we want to revive Vaz and ask her questions? I don't know. I mean, she's burnt to a yeah. crisp. Oh, As right. I, to, good uh, point.
6: Yeah.
4: Ashka literally cremated right. her.
2: Sorry, I knew that. Yes. Okay. Va- we, 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 we're not asking Vazi.
4: Ashka
2: did that? We could use. No, it was natural causes. Sometimes corpses catch on fire. <laughs> we went to like research her necromancy and not revive her, but reanimate her. <laughs> I'm kidding. We I don't I shot do the that
3: bat bacon and you guys had in your backpack just going bad. It's getting that filthy mold on it,
2: Thrawn's fine with it. Zonkothan be praised.
4: I candied mine while you weren't well, you looking, so it'll be safe for a while. <laughs> she,
2: I, I mean, we both bad. also have all the treats that we got from Crink Twinkleton. Which I think Twink
4: Crinkleton. His-
2: hey, I said his real name. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> it is his real name, right? Crink Twinkleton?
3: <sighs> I don't even remember.
2: It, yeah. It's, it you know what? Me neither.
3: I, I Twiddleton. You're right.
2: You're right. It is Twiddleton. It's Krink Twiddleton. Yes. Or Twink Krinkleton. <laughs> Roll perception. Who's rolling perception?
1: All of you. Okay. Oh,
3: we're all going to Because die. this whole time,
2: we have to do something with do...
3: Spiders have been closing in.
2: Not spiders. the spiders. <laughs> that was dramatic. Else wants to shout it out or yeah oh. all right uh Firethorn got a tw- she rolled a nine or sorry she rolled a three plus nine so a twelve all right
5: then he got a natural fourteen plus seven so twenty one
2: well done
3: yeah Nigel rolled a natural twenty nice plus
2: dun, 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 dun.
3: a number plus eight twenty eight
2: Ooh! Nice
3: flex. Um, I rolled an
4: eleven plus seven uh, for eighteen. Nigel flexes
5: eyes. There.
2: Point is, Thor doesn't see anything.
1: She's still contemplating uh, portals and skeleton skulls. Uh, Nigel, yep. you hear noises coming from the um tunnel. That Vaz was trying to go down.
3: Nigel says exactly those words. Everyone, (laughs) I hear noises coming from that tunnel Vaz is wanting to go down. And he points toward the tunnel that Vaz is going to go down. More like spider noises? I I rolled super high on perception. Do they sound like spider noises? Does it sound like hitched hairy legs rubbing together or webs being shot all over the place? It,
1: It sounds like sad GM noises.
3: That, is, it like, is, it a ch- is it like a chittering Or is it boots and feet
1: ch- What is a chitter
3: That's like That's like a bug noise
1: <laughs> Okay It is an animal noise of some sort <laughs> Firethorn Is going to
2: take the skull that she's currently Has in her hand and she was going to throw it At Thrawn or like throw it to Thrawn Not at that's Thrawn okay. And instead she's going to throw it In the general direction that Nigel Points <laughs>
3: That's some tough love with your uh, pup there.
2: She would never. She (laughs) would never.
5: Let's find out what Firethorn just threw this
6: skull at.
1: So, you all hear movement of some sort from further down the hall. So, if you're gonna throw a skull you would have to go essentially into the hall to throw the skull down it because there is a curve. It ain't straight. Okay, so
2: basically what you're saying is my skull doesn't help because basically the hallway is at an angle, and so if I'm standing in the triangle part of the the arrow, I can't really...
5: She just curved it like a bullet and wanted. It's fine.
2: Does Firethorn have like uh, bullet curve skills? In Wanted, yes.
1: In Wanted, no. Is she Angelina Jolie? Is Firethorn Angelina Jolie? (laughs) No, absolutely not. You were way too short. Fair. When you throw the skull, the movement stops.
2: Okay. What do you guys do? I mean, Firethorn probably run in that general direction.
6: I was going to say, Sunny will
5: go
3: collect the skull for Firethorn.
2: <laughs> oh, Sunny's so awesome. She's got her back.
3: The worst game of fetch.
2: <laughs>
4: Ashka shoots <laughs> Nest back into her backpack.
2: Firethorn assumes Thrawn's got this. Zonkothan be praised. <laughs> hey, Sunny.
6: Uh-huh. Yes?
1: Give me a... A religion check? Reflex save. Okay.
5: See, that was a natural 11
1: plus 7, 18. Okay. As you come down the hallway, you're only 10, 15 feet away from everybody else. But you notice that your leg has a Sort of attached or attached to your leg it are some fibers of spider silk. And as you notice that, a spider uh, the size of a horse.
5: Wait, oh. oh, a horse. Okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh no, a little smaller, a spiders. little smaller than a horse. It's Is a medium creature, like need, a pony. Okay. Yeah, like a pony. pony. A pony fine. would be better. Pony. Yeah, fine. a a pony-sized spider
2: drops uh-huh. in
6: front. of I hate this. Somebody's like,
1: oh. Yeah, it, it's gonna attack you.
6: Oh, that's rude.
1: Roll initiative. Wait. Everybody. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, they this is an action that they get to take before initiative is rolled. Now everybody is rolling initiative under uh perception. Firethorn. Fire uh I rolled a nine plus eleven,
2: so a twenty one. Ashka.
4: I rolled a 14 plus 7. 21. Sunny? A
5: natural 16 plus 7,
1: so 23. Nigel.
3: A 6 plus 8, so 14.
1: So, the spider gets to go first, one of them. Then Sunny, Ashka, Firethorn, Tomb... More of the spiders. Nigel. And then... A last spider. So you all hear Firethorn... What would you do, Firethorn? Would you shout in surprise? Would you scream at the spider? Or would you say, oh, hey, look, a spider? Or nothing. Would you say nothing? You've already, like, in, like accounted for the fact that, so Sunny went for the skull, Firethorn just ran towards the sound. I meant Sunny. What would Sunny have done when he saw the spider? Uh, ick. Yeah, spiders! So you, you would yell out?
5: Yeah, I would yell out to the group.
1: Okay. So yeah, you all hear Sunny eek. It's a spider. And then the spider, dick right? Dick.
6: In- yeah. Is they they're gross. Yeah. That's it.
1: Okay. Well, the spider's gonna nat twenty.
6: Oh,
5: um,
1: bite your face.
5: Okay. Rude, but I accept. Uh,
1: so nat twenty twenty nine.
6: That does not hit. I'm kidding? us, it hits. Okay. What does it do?
1: take 15 damage and make a fortitude save against poison.
5: Well, natural 16 plus 11, so 27.
1: Cool. So you do, in fact, save against poison.
5: Critically save against poison?
1: It doesn't matter in this case, but yes. Um making it Sunny's turn.
5: Uh, how many spiders are like right up against me right now?
1: So automatically you see three. The one that is down on the floor next to you, or in front of you, and then you see two more on the ceiling. Uh, One is 10 feet away, and another is 15 feet away. Hmm. But again, they're up on the ceiling.
6: Guess
5: I will take a strike at the spider right in front of me. So the first attack... I keep getting natural 16s. Natural 16 plus 11, so 27 to hit. Uh, Hits. Alright, does it crit?
1: 27? That crits.
5: Oh, nice. Uh, well, then that'll be a 1 and a 5 plus 8, so 14
6: to- slashing damage. 14 mm-hmm. slashing? Mm-hmm. And I'll
5: make a second one. Uh natural thirteen
6: plus six. Uh so nineteen total. Is that hit? Alright. That's not correct. That's uh,
5: natural seven plus four equals eleven slashing damage.
1: Uh you kill it.
5: I don't know if Sunny would feel good about that or not, but whatever. It's you
1: icky. just slaughtered this spider. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? I,
5: just, I need that sympathetic sword to be sympathetic with me. Come on.
3: I don't right. think any so any sympathetic sword can be sympathetic to a giant spider the size of a pony.
0: Of a pony? Yeah. No. Pony-sized spiders. You
5: ride it! <laughs>
3: no. No.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
5: Son- Son- Sonny's gonna Sonny's gonna raise his shield. You- you've done horrible things to me just now,
1: horrible oh, things. Oh, I got you and David on that one.
5: Sonny's shield oh, is raised.
1: Alright. Uh Ashka, you hear screams from around the corner when um Sonny went to go grab the skull. Screams.
4: Oh, the I mean, she she dashes over to figure what figure out what's up.
1: So as soon as you round the corner, you see there is one spider, uh, that is well, Sunny's right in front of you. There's a spider five feet in f- of like from you, right in front of him. Uh-huh. Then there's another one that is fifteen feet and twenty feet on the ceiling. Uh-huh. I'll be right. Uh and actually you you and David rolled higher on your perception. You actually see a fourth spider climbing alongside the wall.
3: I'm not there. Uh, yet. Okay.
1: 25 down. Yeah, this is based off of your perception check from earlier. So yeah, you okay, see four so... spiders. One of them dead now. So
4: the ones on the ceiling yes. are 15 and 20, and then there's one on the side that's 25. Correct. So, I'm not very good at 3D geometry ever since I got out of Calc 3. Um, would you say that if I hit the spider that's 25 feet away, that both the or that's 20 feet away, that both the spider in the 15 foot and the 25 foot range would get hit by splash damage.
1: Your splash damage is five feet? Yes. In all directions. Yes. yes. Okay.
4: Um, then Ashka is going to throw an alchemist fire at the spider in the middle. Uh 16 plus 8, 24 to hit. Hits. Cool. That's not so that middle spider is going to take, excuse me for a moment, 1 plus 6, so 7 plus 1, 8 fire damage. Plus three persistent fire damage.
1: And this is just on the one you hit. This is on the one I hit. Yeah.
4: And then the splash damage is going to be three splash damage to the two spiders on either side of it. Okay. And then since that was her second action... Um, she's gonna try to do it again, but I think this time she's gonna throw an acid flask. Okay. Um, and that's gonna be um, 18 plus 8 26 minus 5 is 21 plus 122 to hit. Hits. Cool. And that's going to be uh, 6 plus 3, uh, so that's 9 persistent acid damage on the one it hits. And then 3 splash damage to the ones on either side. And that's her whole turn. Okay. Fire
1: thorn.
6: Quick question, Beth. Yeah. Since Sonny
5: doesn't have dark vision, um, would he have actually been able to see down this hallway to see these spiders?
1: So yes, because of the ambient light coming from your campsite. We're good. But that you can't see much farther down this. Because mm-hmm. don't you have low light? Or do I you have low nothing?
6: Light. Yeah, have low you
1: light. have low light. Yeah, you're de- you can see black and white. Uh, right in this area, but not further down the tunnel. Thank you.
2: Okay, so there's two on the ceiling and one on the ground, and then another dead one, right?
1: No, there's a dead one that's on the ground, two on the right. ceiling, one on the sidewall. Okay. Um, and and that's, the one one that's the one that's furthest. I'm guessing the one on the ceiling, the, the two on the ceiling,
2: they require reach. Yeah And I'm guessing I'm okay. Um, so I'm not really sure where Firethorn is relative to the one on the on the wall, but that's the one she's going to go after, the one on the wall.
1: Okay. so so what you would have to do is you would have to make on, on the sidewall, you would just need one move action to go the 20 okay. feet. or the okay. 25. Awesome.
2: Okay. So she's going to move the one movement to get to the one on the wall. She's going to rage because it's a spider. ew, she's angry. Um, And she is going to swing at it with her war flail. Okay. Rolled a 17 plus 10. That is a 27.
1: Crits. Nice. Okay. Um, So (laughs) that is a d10
2: plus... So she's raging, right? So d10 plus 3 For strength plus four, for you know, rage plus draconic rage, so
1: d10 plus nine times two. Uh, roll the d10 twice and then add nine twice. Okay, oh, I can tell you right now, minimum damage you've killed the spider. Okay, first d10 is a three. Second d10 is a 10.
2: Plus 18.
1: Yeah, that, that spider's definitely dead. Sweet. You, you take that flail and just full on... She, she Busted its abdomen. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you have one more action. No, I don't. I moved, raged, then hit. Oh, gotcha. You're right. Uh, so that... Is persistent damage at the start of your turn or the end? Oh, shoot. I just looked this up.
4: The end of each turn.
1: Gotcha. Okay, cool. So the uh, spider that is closest to Sunny is going to see Firethorn just buzz on past and be like, whoa. (laughs) Okay. He is then going to shoot A web at Sunny.
6: Okay.
1: Does a 24 hit?
6: Uh, does. Barely.
1: Cool. So you don't take any damage.
6: Well, that's a...
1: However, you are immobilized inside this web. And you are stuck to the wall until you uh, make an escape check. Okay. Then Um, the spider is going to do the same to uh, a firethorn. Does a seven hit? No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not Um, not, not at all. Actually, does a crit fail batter? (laughs) Not. Okay.
1: Uh, It just means that, like... Can't web okay. you. Uh, it is gonna try again, though. Does a fifteen hit? I don't think it does. No, no. Okay, so it was not able to web. Uh, and that makes it the third spider's turn. Poor Nigel, you you don't get to get webbed. However, poor Nigel just uh, cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're cool with that, huh? Uh, Ashka does a 22 hit. Yes. You are crap. You are immobilized until you uh, make an escape check. Deal. And then the spider is going to descend Uh and attack Sunny. Okay. This fang, since you are immobilized. So that does affect your AC. Does it? Um, Yes. You are considered flat footed.
5: So that what reduces it by two, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Does a fourteen hit? No. It's bad. I just didn't think it was that bad. Uh which makes it Nigel's turn. Oh, and then they both took damage on their turn. Um so the first one dies from persistent hey. damage. Is that the one that descended, or is that the one that's no. still in the ceiling? That was the one that was still in the ceiling. It does descend. Because <laughs> it dies, it technically.
5: Into a ball.
1: Yes. Uh, the other one took, took damage, but did not die, and then makes a flat... It was just a flat-track DC 15? Yes. Cool. Uh, that's what I thought. He failed. So he's going to keep taking that persistent damage. Cool, cool, cool. Making it Nigel's turn.
3: Okay, so Nigel... Nigel
1: there's Nigel. one spider left.
3: Nigel hasn't moved. Can Nigel see the one spider?
1: mm No, because no? you guys are in this sort of cave area where you have to go around the corner to see the spiders.
3: Okay, The arrowhead. That in the movement had gotten in. in, Yes. Okay, so uh, how many move actions will Nigel have to take in order to see the one? Just to see
1: them? Just one. Yeah, just one.
3: Okay. Um, Would it be within 30 feet
6: once that happened? Yes. Cool.
1: And it has been wounded. Ashka acided its face. Is that the We'll go with that's the term. She melted his face.
4: I mean it's better than calling me a war criminal for using chemical warfare.
1: Yes. It is better than that. Both are still true though. A war opportunist.
6: <laughs>
5: Guys, we are so far off topic. <laughs> Let's get back to killing some spiders
1: this night. This <laughs> night this has just been off topic all night.
3: I'm trying here.
1: You are trying. I appreciate it. Nigel.
3: Yes. So when Nigel comes around the corner, uh, he he's very apprehensive as he's walking because he just doesn't want to do this with spiders. No.
1: Does not no. like spider. <laughs>
3: Who does? I mean, he doesn't like giant ones the size of ponies. <laughs> He's not all that fond of regular ones, but you know, whatever. So he he sees this and just, oh, oh, goodness. And he just uh, sort of panic casts a gust of wind at this spider. Okay. Uh, and that is a uh, violent wind coming from his hand, uh 60-foot line straight at this Spider, wherever it is. Okay. It needs to make a fortitude save. Assuming it counts as a large or smaller creature.
1: It is, a um, yes, large or smaller. Um, not great. 13.
3: Oh, that is one number. I did not... I just... Uh, 13, that is a failure. Yay. And the conditions for a failure are...
2: Did you just yay a failure?
3: The creature... Oh, wait, wait, okay, hold on.
4: Yeah, because, like, the creature failed, so it takes full damage. Right.
3: So, the failure effect here says the creature is knocked prone. If it was flying, it suffers the effect of critical failure instead. Was it still up in the air, or was it on the ground?
1: So, it is on the ground. The okay. one that was in the air died. So
3: Okay, so... Uh, Nigel knocks the creature prone. Uh, but this, this line of wind between me and this spider stays until the start of my next turn. Okay. And then any, anyone who enters into it has to uh, make a fort save or potentially suffer the failures
1: of whatever. So, uh, Sunny, that would mean if you moved to, like, five feet forward, you would, ha- you would be subject. Sorry, Nigel panicked. <laughs> it's fine.
3: <laughs> and blue winded. <laughs> I get it.
5: Spiders, man, I get it.
1: Alright, it is in fact Sonny's turn. Make an escape check.
5: Okay, what do I have to do for an escape check?
1: It, I do believe, is your athletics check. No, you use your unarmed attack modifier to escape. It is an attack check.
6: Okay,
5: well that was a natural 20 plus 10, so 30.
1: You get free and removed the grabbed, mobilized, restrained conditions. You can also stride up to five feet because you critically succeeded. I would and not recommend Right into that,
6: that window.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. <Nigel. laughs> leaf yeah, storm. Don't think you want to do that.
5: That would probably turn into a leaf storm if Sonny stepped in. <laughs> Alright. Um... um. How far away is the spider from me right now?
1: It's right in front of you.
5: Oh, well, why do I need to stride? Uh, Sunny will attack. Okay. Natural
1: 13
5: plus 11,
1: so 24 to hit. Hit. All right. Not a crit? Nope. Okay. Ooh. Nope, still not a... I I had to um, reevaluate... Because, because it, it is prone, but still doesn't crit.
6: Okay. Uh,
5: let's see. A 6 plus 4, so that's 10. 10 slashing. Still up?
1: Is barely, but still up.
5: I'll make a second attack.
6: That's yeah, not going to hit. What is it? That was, uh, that was a 13.
1: Mm, so close, fourteen. <laughs> this is AC. Really? Yep. Well, the one twenty-fourth
5: crit early zero
6: point.
1: No, it's fifteen. I was wrong. I'm sorry. So no, no crit. But also didn't. So just bad news all around. I'm sorry.
5: And the third attack is fourteen you can't make plus third one. Attack.
6: Oh, right, right, never mind. (laughs) Then I'm good.
1: Okay. That makes it Ashka.
4: So what if I told you?
1: Alchemist fire. Go for it.
6: I want to see where this goes. Burn that spider.
4: Do it. All right. Uh twelve plus eight plus one twenty-one to hit. Hits. Perfect. And we're looking at
5: tons of fire damage. Yes. <laughs> For those at home, Sarah smiled very big. Uh
4: five plus five, ten plus one, uh eleven
1: fire damage. Oof. Yeah, it's definitely dead now.
4: Oh, okay. I was going to no, say no, plus no all of the other fire damage that I could do to it, but if it's already dead.
5: I mean, it's a spider. We need to burn the spider. We need to burn the cave that it's in. We need like to burn the surrounding bit, yeah. forest.
4: Get rid of this thing. Uh, but that was the last one, correct?
1: Yes. That we know of. However, I... uh, oh, no. you guys hear skittering coming from down the hall. <sighs> Why? Though? And that's where we're going to leave it tonight. Dun, dun, dun!
0: Thanks for listening to Dice Don't Die. Hey, if you like what we do, please visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dice Don't Die. Or email us at dicedon'tdiepod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. The intro and outro song, Crunk Night, were created by Kevin McLeod. More of his work, and the work of many others, can be found royalty-free at filmmusic.io. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next adventure.